0: 18 plus you're listening
1: to the gold derby show on
0: the gold derby podcast network welcome back to gold
1: derby i'm christopher rosen i'm joined by joyce ing and a special guest caitlin thomas who we all used to work at tv guide together now we're here talking about marvel caitlin you've been doing so much marvel stuff for us uh it, it's wonderful
2: uh thanks for letting me do it i actually get to talk about Marvel for like the first time ever. <laughs> so. And also
1: we have Captain America joining us as well. I forgot. Yes, to Captain
2: America. He is here. Hello, Captain
1: America. Thank you for your service. Uh, so, yeah, we're talking about the Emmys and Marvel uh, is big, a big Emmy player this year. We, we were going to talk about their two shows that are eligible for this year's Emmys. And then we'll talk briefly about Loki, which Caitlin has been recapping. Uh, for and the site
3: recording this on loki wednesdays
1: that's true i, I just watched it earlier so uh we'll we'll, we'll talk we'll we we'll get to that we could say like spoiler so we could talk a little more about like what happened in the in the fourth episode but yeah so marvel wandavision seemingly like a big uh big potential contender in the limited series category even though limited series is so uh so crowded so i get let's just i caitlin i'd love to hear your take on on Wandavision's overall Emmy like chances that you think like what are what are your thoughts? I guess on Wandavision as an Emmy contender,
2: I actually feel really good about Wandavision. Um, kind, it's kind of different, obviously, from Marvel, and obviously Marvel's untested at the Emmys at this point. None of the Netflix stuff ever popped up, or Agents of Shield. So this is Marvel's real first shot, I guess, at the Emmys. And Wandavision, I guess, I just felt like because it was so different, it might not fall to like you we know, don't like genre shows. Um, and I feel like people starting, uh, started with the Mandalorian last year. I didn't expect that to get any nominations and then like got 15 nominations last year. So I feel like people are actually paying attention to stuff that's on Disney plus, even if it's, I don't, I don't know. So I feel really good about WandaVision overall. I feel really good about Catherine Hahn, especially. I feel like this is her time after so many years, um, Paul Bettany, I still would love for him to do really well. You know, Lizzie Olsen's probably going to hopefully score some, you know, recognition. But what about you guys? How do you feel about it? I think you and I
3: are the only ones predicting Paul to actually win right now.
1: <laughs> you think he, you both think he's going to win, not just get yeah. nominated.
3: Like that category is very open.
1: Which we talked about. Not yeah. the not the deepest bench of potential
3: Yeah. And... You know, like, probably at, at like, 4 p.m. on September 19th, I'll probably switch to, like, Ethan Hawke or something. But right now, why not? Like, have some fun, people. It's not like it's, like, Jason Sudeikis in comedy actor where you just look really dumb if you're not predicting him, you know? Yeah, I mean. like any of the other, any of his rivals are, like, that particularly strong either, so...
1: I think I have I have you, Grant, maybe winning, which I feel like is never going to happen because that show might as well have come out 30 years ago. Uh, And so I don't think that's going to I don't think he's going to win. But he's great. Paul Bettany on on WandaVision. I'd be very happy if he won. I think he definitely is like so it's interesting. Like I think Lizzie Olsen has like so much is very I think they're both really good in different ways, I guess. I don't know. I think Paul Bettany is very much like in his wheelhouse, just doing like charming stuff. And like is really kind of like effortless.
3: He's, he's funny, even though yeah. he's been funny for twenty years. Yeah, yeah, he's finally getting to be funny, so I feel like people will actually take notice of it.
1: Okay. So I think that's good. And, and Catherine Hahn is certainly leading in our odds. So I think I think I have Julie. Oh no, I have Catherine Hahn winning, but I, I think Julianne Nicholson maybe will win in, in the in the Emmys in the end. I put to Julianne. He did switch. Yes. I'm I
2: think she, she's got that recent buzz. I mean, coming right off of Mary of it's more recent. It was a really, you know, dramatic kind of performance kind of feel like that might push her over the top.
1: I'm, I'm only thinking maybe what if Catherine Hahn ends up somehow showing up in Loki and then it's like, Oh, then people remember that she's there and uh, whatever, then they'll be like, Oh, I love Katherine Hahn in that. So, I, the, the, and then Lizzie Olsen, I think, so I actually think both Benny and Catherine Hahn will definitely get nominated. I could see Elizabeth Olsen not getting nominated because that category is so kind of deep that maybe people are just like take her for granted and not nominate her. Or is that totally not, I have her in there still getting nominated, but I could see a scenario where that doesn't happen. I don't know.
3: I actually think she's like pretty safe. I think we have like a solid top four with her and uh, ATJ, Anya Taylor-Joy um, and Kate Winslet and Michaela Cole. And I think it's that fifth slot. That's kind of, up for grabs. I currently have Guso Mbedu from Underground Bureau, but as you and I have talked about, like that show can like seriously underperform, and um, I think Cynthia Arrivo is still like fifth in the odds. And I yeah. can, I could see her pulling. Like remember last year, Octavia Spencer just getting in there out of nowhere for that Netflix movie that no one watched. <laughs> like I think Cynthia could do that, and I know you are standing, Nicole Kidman. <laughs>
1: I, I was, I would stand Nicole. She's really good on the, I just like the undoing. You know what? The thing is I watched it like seven months after everybody else. I was like, you know, it's a good show. I just watched it in 2021. <laughs> the undoing. Has anybody heard of this? It's really quite fun. And, and then people are like, that came out like a year ago. Nobody cares.
2: So. I think I just put Nicole back in my predictions. Cause I was like, you know what? She's Nicole Kidman. I don't know. I feel like people are going to be like, oh yeah, she was on that thing. So I don't know. I don't know.
1: So you, we talked about like we talked about like how none of the Marvel shows rated before the Emmys so much so that I was like, oh, yeah, there were Marvel shows before WandaVision. Right. Good. Thank you for reminding me that, Caitlin. Day. Sorry to Daredevil and, uh, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I was like, oh, like none of the Marvel movies and certainly so none of them have ever gotten like significant acting uh, honors, right, and nominations or anything. Certainly no Oscar nominations, even though... I mean, they tried
3: with RDJ. They
1: they, they did try very hard for a a Robert Downey Jr. Memorial uh, nomination for uh, Avengers Endgame. (laughs) never happened. But... uh, but. So I think it's interesting that they could get, like, three legit acting nominations that people would be like, oh, yeah, of course. And, like, if none of... If one of those three doesn't get nominated, it would actually be a snub. I, I guess, like, are people... You know they've had major actors in this. I don't know why. Why did why do we think WandaVision took people took it more seriously than these other things from an award standpoint? I guess like even though it hasn't got nominated yet, like I said, like it seems like it will. People obviously are taking it as like a serious contender. Why, what 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 about this show? Do we think made that happen? I I don't know.
2: I think it's the fact that it's like the first show that came out that was attached to the mcu and people were like real excited about it they're like this is great and also they had you had no idea what was going on for most of the time so people were talking about it and trying to figure it out which really kept it in the eye i think more than the other marvel stuff
3: and homage to tv too i think that's another uh, unlike dog and winter soldier which is just more of a traditional like boom boom pow pow action series like you know, they they were. WandaVision was hopping through the decades. It was it was very episodic, unlike the other two shows that followed it. And it is like I think it you know it wasn't supposed to be the first uh, Marvel Disney Plus show. It was supposed to be Final winter Soldier, but COVID messed everything up. So this was ready first. So I think it was it was kind of like a surprise almost that like wow like their first TV venture, even though it wasn't supposed to be the first one, was this like high concept series. And it actually worked really well. Because I remember when the show was first, like, announced, like, when the news broke, like, was it like three years ago now? Like, everyone was just like, what the hell? And they were, like, making fun of the title. I was like, this sounds really weird. But it all actually worked. You know, I mean, it, it got, like, marvel at the end. Of course it had to. But, every, like, in the lead up to that, like, it, it was just, you know, and it was a weekly release. And it was just, you know, one of those shows that kept the conversation going for nine weeks or no, not nine weeks, like eight weeks now. But yeah, they released two the first day. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I, I can't ask.
1: It should
2: have been three. I think if they launched yeah. with three, it would have been better. Um,
1: but also they but gave is- us us, us uh, elites here in the media three uh, to <laughs> yes. watch. First. Yes. And that was like, oh, cool. And then I had to be like, oh, you only get to watch two if you're a normal. I guess that's fine. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. yeah, no, the three would have been good
2: i think think it would have people would have probably been less confused at the outset if they'd seen the third episode with it yeah so
1: So we've talked about all that now i want to go a little deeper i also have uh so does the acting does it extend further than those three leads does like tayona paris get in also in limited series guest actress i guess be my first one i have her in there that's my that so that's where i'm coming from i actually think she could get nominated because she's really quite good on it but what do you guys think
3: I, I had her on like early back in March when, you know, like pre-Mayor of <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh But I've since dropped her, sorry, no offense to Diana. Um I think she's great, but I think, you know, Catherine just kind of sucked out of oxygen um, in regards to supporting actresses from that show. Yeah. Um, I do think everyone's forgotten about Evan Peters because mm-hmm. of, of East town again. So like he is on a ballot for both, but this is a case where I don't think wandavision is gonna eat any votes i mean it's on limited ballot so they can vote for him twice if they wanted to but i i think people have if you're gonna vote for him you're gonna vote for him for mayor of Town, not wandavision
1: right and I maybe think so. this only helps him right for mayor of because people are like oh i loved him in wandavision sorry sorry caitlin go ahead oh
2: i was just gonna say that i feel like everyone thought that his character on wandavision was gonna be so huge and you know introduced X-Men or like the multiverse. And then it turned out he was a random guy, which I feel like does not help him in this situation. (laughs) Cause everyone was like, "Mm, okay. He was just a random dude and random actor. It was Ralph daughter. Right. (laughs)
1: Uh, He was Ralph. He was, he was uh, Agatha's Ralph. What a great, uh, great, one of the many great twists though, even though I think people were like slightly disappointed by the show uh, because they had, like you said, like built up a lot of elaborate uh, theories and potential uh, avenues down which it could have gone. It I, didn't I don't even
3: think really like they, they let anyone on. It was just like the fandom now is just, it's like, you know, pain. it's the post-lost world we live in. Like everyone's just like theorizing, picking up on like every little thing. Like, I don't think they sprinkled in like that many clues to suggest anything else. It's just like he showed up and it wasn't uh, original ATJ, <laughs> Taylor Johnson, um, as Quicksilver. So everyone just started theorizing, which is fine and fun. But, you know, I, I don't think that was really at the fault of the show
2: like I mean, they did cast him i think casting him knowing what he played in the you know the other movies they were thinking yeah well, let's mess with them a little bit that's my opinion. right
1: yeah <laughs> uh, i uh, a little tangent i just we i just finished watching all of lost again still still in it i still love it it was great but i do think i was like oh watching i was like wow it really did change I, it just rewired how people think about tv probably for the worse. honestly just like uh how we have to like, it like theorize everything. And when you watch it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, when you watch it, what we watched it over, like I would watch, we would watch like two or three episodes a night over like many, many weeks. Uh, and it was like, Oh, th- I remember like thinking back and being like a lot of this stuff that seems so important is just like totally thrown away. And also like doesn't even need to be important and wasn't probably intended to be important, but because of the way people watch the show slash a weekly rollout, it felt like it took like big, uh, Proportions. I, I don't know. I was just like, it was. It was it, I would highly, highly recommend going back if you are interested in Lost. It was, it was good.
2: I never finished Lost.
1: Me no, either. Good. I <laughs> had
2: to give up. I had to give it up after season one because it aired at the same time I think as Veronica Mars, and I went all in on Veronica Mars. Okay.
3: And then you know.
2: Don't
1: oh, you should back. go back. It's good. And the ending is good. They actually, the ending, the last episode is actually really good. And I don't, I, I, I,
3: I, I, I have seen the series finale and like, I didn't care. Like I was neither angry or happy. <laughs>
1: you got to build up. It's all about the characters. And stuff. All right. So one more thing on WandaVision before we go to our, our uh, second favorite Marvel show, maybe Falcon and Winter Soldier. But for, uh, for WandaVision, I know it, it. I think, Caitlin, you write about this or Joyce that and they submitted every episode for writing. Is that right? And they didn't I really do
3: eight of nine, I which yeah. is so the max they could submit because Jack Schaefer wrote the premiere and the finale, and you can only submit yourself once. So they maxed out in their submissions, which is a
1: mistake. <laughs> so they maxed out in the submissions. That means they, and they only submitted, they didn't submit the premiere then. I'd imagine they submitted the finale or did they submit the premiere?
3: She, she submitted the premiere, I believe.
1: Okay. Um, she didn't see the finale. Okay, probably, probably fine. But like, so eight—it seems like maybe a bad streak. Explain why that's such a bad strategy.
3: Um. Well, you just don't want to oversubmit and possibly split your own vote. Like, yes, you like voters can nominate. They can nominate all eight if they wanted to, uh, since there's no limit to how many uh, nominees they pick. But you, you don't want to give voters that many choices and confuse them like you don't want them staring at a ballot and it's just like a block of WandaVision titles staring back at them and they can't decipher what is what um like maybe they're looking for like the eighth episode with like the the grief line you know but like they didn't know what it was called like but you know if you have like one or two standout episodes like it's do you have a better chance of getting that in like a lot of shows like HBO is like super strategic with this like they like last year's session, only submitted one for Jesse Armstrong. Got in one, obviously. Even Game of Thrones, they submitted the series finale. <laughs> Got in, but like that—that that was, you know, their strategy because they want to guarantee that nomination. And I mean, you know, let's be real. Like, the Vision's writing good. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like top tier, so it was already kind of iffy for a writing nomination. And I think this just kind of hurts it even
1: more. Yeah, I I I think the other problem is, too, I don't know the specific episodes, even I, even as I watch it every week. If you ask me right now, like what I'd be like, I remember what happened in WandaVision, but episode by episode, I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, maybe that was the the 80s episode or or the, you know, the Leave it to Beaver episode or whatever, whatever it was. But it's like it kind of all blends together. And like, I don't know, I think that like if they would have just picked one, you know, probably. Which
3: which uh, one would each of you have submitted then.
1: I would have submitted maybe the third, which is the one So the, again, like a bad, but which is the one where Teona Paris gets thrown out and like wakes up outside and you realize they're like, they're kind of like in the two different worlds. That's, is that the, the third episode?
2: I think the end of the third one. Yeah, that's so the that. Third. I would
1: have picked that one. That one I was like way in on.
2: I think I was super into either the premiere or the second one, but in my defense, I feel like for, I was a really big like Bewitched fan growing up from Nick at Night, so I loved that episode automatically. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it would have Probably been. I mean, I, I think I would have done the premiere.
3: Yeah, pilots are always safe because it establishes the series. So I, I think Jack, between her two submissions, she she won the right one because the finale is also you know like half of it is just like that
1: like floating down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then so, and then like uh, other vision fighting with other vision.
2: And then yeah. he just disappears and the next
1: movie. No, but come back in the next movie. West Coast Avengers or whatever the hell it is going to be. Okay, who knows? Yeah. Uh, so then we have Falcon and Winter Soldier. We haven't really talked about. Not uh, as maybe as a big of a contender. Obviously, it's, it's submitted as a drama, not a limited series, because they'll do a, a presumably a second season with Captain America and Winter Soldier uh, or Captain America 4. I, I don't. It's like they're going to do. Wolf. What's that? Captain
3: America and White
1: Wolf. Right,
2: that should uh, be. It really, should have changed the because that's gonna yeah. be just a really confusing title after it's already having.
3: I think it's Captain America: it's, the, Winter it's Captain America Colin, the Winter Soldier. Right,
1: right. <laughs> uh, I was not as much into the Falcon Winter Soldier as I was Wandavision. Uh, personally, I, I think uh, there were some highlights. It was uh, good, and it was good, and the things that I liked, I liked. But like, it just ended up not. I guess my bigger, my biggest complaint was that they kind of sold it as like a buddy comedy and they were not really in it together to be a buddy comedy all that much that was a big com- that was I-, I felt like a big issue with the show well, they the, way it was in the first episode.
2: <laughs> that was right. a big mistake is not yeah. putting them together in the first episode i was like i don't know who decided this because
1: right it, it's and they sold it on their like wacky antics like in the car and like it's going to be like you know like uh like a 48 hours or lethal weapon or any kind of like, like random eighties action comedy, buddy comedy, midnight run or whatever. And it wasn't like that at all. Um, that said, I still, I think of that sh- for that show, I think the only nomination I have not getting is Julia uh, Julie, Lee Dreyfus for playing Val. Uh, as a guest actress, yeah, but th- that's it. I don't, I don't think it'll get much else. But do you guys, either one of you guys have any other higher higher hopes or aspirations for Falcon and Winter Soldier? I
3: I, I still have both Daniel Bruhl and Wyatt Russell in my supporting. Wow, so <laughs> nice. <laughs> so do I. Wow. <laughs> I can't promise they'll still be there on July 13th, but I I still have them just because that category there's eight slots and you got to fill it out. <laughs> So. I had And you know what, they're good on the show
2: They are good on that show I mean, I had really high hopes for this, this show Just because I loved the characters And then turned out that uh, You know, Bucky and Sam Were not the best parts of that show Which is <laughs> Kind of weird, I guess um, I mean, obviously uh, Daniel is like the meme king I feel like that will, might help him If people are like, oh yeah, that was kind of funny When he showed up and then I don't know about Wyatt. I, I just personally really like Wyatt. And I thought that he kind of played against type and might stand out for that. Um, I don't know. But yeah, they're still in my prediction so far.
1: I just looked at my prediction. So I have, I actually do have Wyatt in. It's a way to go me. But my I don't have Daniel in. I do have Carl Lumley in. Because I thought, I might switch this out. And he's an incredible long shot. I think his odds are like if 100 to 1.
3: That would have been a perfect guest nomination. But yeah. he was in three episodes right so.
1: but he does have like a major episode and like is like the emotional probably like part of the show somehow like which you maybe wouldn't have expected uh i don't know i thought he's really good on it i don't think he'll get nominated i definitely will change that but uh it would be nice if he if it could support him and it's interesting you mentioned so now we've already like it's it's weird like you're saying caitlin like All of these characters are better than Falcon and Winter Soldier, or at least are like more. I I mean, I thought Anthony Mackey's actually good on it, and like Sam is is solid, and like I think his arc throughout the show is good. But Bucky, I think, is like not super engaging at all as a character in this iteration of it. I don't know. I just didn't like, didn't love it.
3: uh, I I think it was just (laughs) weird. Yeah, like it was kind of like the material they had to, because like the show we've talked about this or I've talked about it separately with both of you like this show was basically a movie it was a six-hour movie that they chopped up into six parts yep and like the pacing was kind of weird and obviously it was like you know a build-up to turn Sam into Cap to accept the mantle and yeah he has like you know his whole arc with Carl Lumley's character but I think the problem with Bucky like I think he's he's interesting and you know so broody all the time but I think the most interesting parts of him are um, stuff we haven't seen yet, which is uh, post Captain America: colon, The Winter Soldier and pre Captain America: colon Civil War, like when he realized like who he was and like did the work in Budapest or uh, Romania, not Budapest, Romania, mixing up with Black well, Widow. You're mixing up your
2: Marvel. I know.
3: <laughs> I know. I think it's you know yeah, but like. I, I think, like, that's the most interesting part of his character in the MCU, and and we haven't seen it, and then on the show, it was just kind of, like, he was just kind of, like, like, helping Sam towards this, like, he was just, like, obsessed with, you know, preserving Cap- the Captain America mantle, and having uh, Sam take it on, you know, honoring Steve, and, like, family. like, I thought like, the his therapy stuff in the first episode was good, but, like, that just ended so quickly.
2: Yeah, episode. I mean, they kind of, like, joked with us about that because they were like here's what we're gonna do with Bucky you see him in therapy and he's working through his stuff and I was like this is great he hasn't worked through any of this trauma after Mm -hmm. being a killing machine and then they were like "Mm, I'm not doing I'm not doing that therapy anymore I'm gonna go be weird comedic relief that I've never been before because I had four lines in all the other movies I don't know
1: yeah, it's uh, it's I don't know. I, I'm like, it wasn't, it was not bad, but I just was like, it wasn't as good no, as I wanted to be. I still it.
2: enjoyed it, like, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the yeah. heck out yeah. of it, but yeah. it, it just was not the level that I was really kind of hoping for, I guess, or really, and, and, really expected it to be.
1: Yeah, and it's funny, I think Caitlin, you mentioned this before, like how it was supposed to be first, or maybe jo- I don't remember, Joyce, you maybe said about it was supposed to be the first show, and I think, like, what a difference that would have made. I think, to the response of WandaVision, maybe, too. Like, if if this was first, I think people would have been like, eh. Or maybe it would have even been worse than, like, eh, right? Because it had been like, oh, this doesn't work or whatever. And then maybe WandaVision comes on and people are like, well, not as into the idea of it because they were, like, let down by Falcon Winter Soldier or whatever it is. And then WandaVision doesn't maybe explode like it does. And then, you know, it just is like a weird what if, I feel like. And the same with, like, even... Val, uh, so uh, well, whatever. I, I did the whole thing is just it, it's interesting, I, I guess. The one uh, one person I wanted to mention who we didn't talk about, I think Caitlin, you did write about this, was is a uh, great guest actor potential for Don Cheadle, who's <laughs> in the premiere of Falcon and Winter Soldier for 30 it's, seconds it's and credit too. It end an credit. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah uh, it, Is
1: it 30 seconds. Or how long is he in it
2: for? Um, I think I added it up. I think it's about a minute and 45 seconds. Um, most of that, he's just walking around the Captain America museum, and it's like why didn't you keep the shield, Sam? And then, and then he leaves and you never see him again. And I was like, I well, really,
1: Don. I really thought he was going to come back maybe for like the finale. Doesn't come back.
2: No, man. He, show,
3: he got paid. Don Cheadle got paid to show for one episode for like a day's work. But It was like, Don, do this and then you'll have your own series. <laughs>
1: Right. Why not? More, I'd be in for a War Machine series. He's great. I love him in Iron Man 3. Like, that's the best War Machine. Like, do more of that. Like, you know, make him like a, an action star, too. I don't know. I'd be in on it.
3: But also, Don Cheadle, 10-time Emmy nominee, has never won. I'm and, really pulling for him. I mean, what gets, if he gets, gets, gets it? If, like,
1: if there is a big Marvel push and, like, people are taking this seriously, like, why not? Like, maybe he does get in.
2: I mean, I I feel like people will also see his name and be like, I like Don Cheadle. I feel like no disrespect to Don Cheadle, he's a great actor. But like some of the nominations he's gotten in the last decade or whatever, probably not really that earned. I don't know. I didn't wow. All Rude all of to House of Lies. Lies. I didn't watch all of House of Lies, and I know that he's great. But yeah, I don't know.
1: But I I, I understand he, what you're saying. I mean, he does. There does get to a point where people are just like, I like this actor. I'm going to just nominate them, right? Like it's kind yeah. of like a just gonna like. Yeah, kind of and, and no prop. effect of
3: him like he was never winning for any
1: right. of those years. Yeah. yeah. So. so now those are, those are so that's the Marvel like current Marvel eligibility. Now we're talking, like you said, on the day of Loki episode four premiere. If you haven't watched Loki episode four, I'm just going to say turn this off because I think we should just spoil like what's going on. And I don't want people to get mad that we're going to talk about it since we've all seen it. And basically, if you like Loki, you probably should have watched it already before listening to a Marvel potential uh you know an episode a podcast or video or whatever about Marvel so uh Loki would be up then for Emmys next year, and I guess do we even know yet if they're counting it as a limited series or a sec is there a season two of loki coming I think they
2: haven't they't haven't confirmed it, but I think for the last like year everyone sort of assumed that Loki
3: yeah, is like really allegedly a second season's development and also Tom Halston we'll will do play Loki until he's on his deathbed so
2: until they're yeah. like literally like no Tom you cannot yeah. come back this time uh, he'll play it forever.
1: So I I absolutely love this show I think it's like it's I, it, I I just I think it's actually we'll see how it turns out but I do like it more than Wandavision even personally I think it's so much fun I love uh, I love you know whatever I just like it it's so good and I don't know I would be wondering I guess it was supposed to premiere May would have made eligible for this year's Emmys. I imagine they pushed it back because they didn't want to like c- to clutter it up and maybe crowd themselves out of many nominations and splitting drama and limited series like they did with Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision, probably a good strategy. So now Loki's up for next year's Emmys, where it'll presumably be alongside like Hawkeye, I imagine for Marvel, right? And yeah, that's maybe it right? for now, oh, Moon Knight, I guess, right? And like all those other ones that are coming. Well,
3: that's, that's filming now, so I don't know if you ready. I think it's Marvel, up.
2: yeah. It's done. I think that was supposed to come potentially at the end of this year too. So yeah, I think it'll be up against all of those. My only problem is I'm like, are people, are people going to remember Loki aired like in that you, when, whenever shows premiere in June, you know, who remembers them the following year when it comes time to nominate.
3: Yeah. And you need to be like really strong or like memorable in some way. Um, And also like, you know, we don't have the Globes this year and uh, Golden Globe winner, Tom Hiddleston for the night manager, uh, never forget. So. Um, like he, they, they won't have that to bank on as like a a winter award. So they'll, I don't think they'll get in a tag. Um, WandaVision is not eligible at SAG next year because they changed the calendar to match with the film awards this year. So it was eligible this year did not get in, obviously. So I guess they could get into, or like low kick again to critics choice awards and, i will get like tech fields and stuff, but I don't know yeah. in terms of like him like, you know, acting and you know, Owen Wilson um and series. Especially, you know, we have like all all the, the big time players coming back in the fall, like yeah. and everything. Right. And
2: that, if it's a continuing series and it's going up against succession, I just we got the like four hundred people on succession now.
3: So. All the tall people on
2: all the tall people versus the short people. Well, that's succession season three and like it's tall, but
3: and he can wear a suit. I, I he should have
2: joined the show. Why didn't he join Succession?
1: <laughs> Maybe he will. <laughs> <Season laughs> he's important. Uh, yeah, I would. I, I guess that's the problem is I just think people are going to forget about it, and it's going to be squeezed out by like not the real shows, but like you said, like a lot of the bigger like shows are going to be on for the twenty twenty two Emmys, like Succession and stuff. And I think that they're not going to remember Loki. But I, I think you know he's great. He's so good. Uh, I would love for him to get like people to remember him and you know, like who knows? I don't know. I just think he's like really good on it. I'm not sure where else I would nominate it. Like, Oh, Wilson is not, I don't just don't like, he doesn't have as much to do. So I'm like not convinced that like, there's still two episodes left. So we'll see. Um, uh, based on what happened in this last episode, maybe he's not even, he'll be back. I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, He's gotta be back. Uh, yeah. but, uh, you know and i guess then maybe i guess we'll see how so like richard e grant who spoiler alert is in the end of this episode we finally get to see him as like old loki basically in the credit scene uh what he i mean is he like i could just see like him depending on what happens with him i'm like oh maybe that's a nomination people like richard e grant i don't know i but i guess you're right nobody's gonna remember the show exists because we'll be on to like moon night
2: I know it's really unfortunate. Tom Hiddleston's been great since like the first time he portrayed Loki, and he's had like the best arc, at least in my opinion, throughout the entire MCU. And so it kind of would bum me out if he's completely overlooked. But I won't be surprised at all if he's yeah next year.
3: Yeah, I think it would need to like really stick the landing um, in the next two episodes and the finale, and like completely blow people away for them to remember it and him for next year. So. I don't know. Maybe they'll like immediately renew it and then they could get season two in the can.
1: <laughs> right. And
3: like air during
1: voting next year or something. Or maybe they just are like, oh, it's a limited series. We're going to call it like another Loki or something. And it doesn't count. It's not part of this. Second. There's no second season. It's just another limited series of Loki. And then we'll just sneak it in there. And maybe limited series won't be as competitive next year. I know I probably will be, but who knows? It's competitive every year. Yeah.
2: It's become like most competitive. I feel like Drama, less competitive. Comedy, less competitive. Limited series is where it's at. Ever since FX got into the anthology series
3: and limited series game. Remember when limited series and TV movie was merged? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like unbelievably good. Well now, that's because this now, is where the only place where they make things. <laughs> they don't make movies anymore. So they have to make limited series and they don't make like shows. It's just like everything is a limited series. It's like, okay, like Caitlin's sure, Meravy's Town, great limited series. Would have been a movie six years ago. But now I, mean, it's I
3: hope one. that stays a limited series because I do not need a season two of Meravy's Town. Yeah, no, say. I'm so they
2: renew it. So
1: uh, just, I'm so tired of that, like that we have to do this every HBO show that people like where it's like
2: shows and that's okay. Like, Let them end. Don't bring them yeah. back. Don't revive them. That's don't do spin-offs. Don't renew one from limited series. Yeah. You
3: don't need a WandaVision season two, which I don't even know how that would work.
2: No. <laughs> they've been saying the whole time, they were like, no, the ending of WandaVision
3: doesn't really make sense for us to have a yeah. season two. People keep asking. For the last year, okay. they've asked them. I can't like, locate
1: that concept again. It's no. a one-shot thing. deal. I mean, the people are still asking for like a Queen's Gambit season two. No, that's it. It's done. It was one and done. It's like a... Talk it was the if you love it so much. Because it's like good, one and done. That's it. It was like a movie. It was like a long movie, Queen's Gambit, seven, seven hour movie. Uh, okay, we should wrap up here. Uh, I was going to say we should talk about Black Widow, but I forgot it hasn't come out yet. And there are things I would love to talk to you both about it with regard to the TV shows. Maybe after Black Widow comes out, we could come back and do like yeah. a thing about this. Because I think there's stuff that happens in Black Widow that affects future Marvel shows.
3: And also maybe the Emmys.
1: <laughs> What's that?
3: maybe the Emmys. That's
1: right. That's what I was like. Oh, this could be, this is good. So we'll come back. We'll do Black Widow later, but uh, so no spoilers there, but we also have Black Widow. And again, we'll talk about that later, but uh, Caitlin, thank you so much for doing this. This is such a treat. Thank
2: you for having me on to talk about one of my favorite things,
3: (laughs) which is a very, you're our chief Marvel correspondent. The best. Yeah. I'm really glad that turned out well for me. (laughs) It's good. All
1: right. All right. Well, bye. See you guys. later. Subscribe to The Gold Derby Show wherever you get your podcasts and visit Gold Derby at goldderby.com to predict the latest Hollywood races, from the Emmys to the Oscars to every reality TV show in between.
2: With the Lucky Lands slots, you
1: can get lucky just about anywhere.